Hello and welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Clady. I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded day two from the Clio Cloud Conference here in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, we're opening up today, we're having a conversation about creating content. And we're going to be talking about different platforms out there that are available for lawyers to use to promote their work, promote themselves, build their brand. And I've got two wonderful guests joining us today. So uh, off to my left here, which you can't see in podcast, I have Camille Moore. She's joining us here. And I've got uh, Philip Miller. And I want to learn more about you. So our, uh, our good director of partnerships, Lisa Kirkman, introduced us. I just got to meet them now. So I don't know much about them, but we're going to give them an opportunity to tell us about their bio. So Camille, why don't we start with you ladies first? Well, hello. My name is Camille Moore. I am the co-founder and director of Third Eye Insights. We are a strategic messaging agency that specializes in creating personal brands for lawyers. Excellent. So uh, what's the difference between that, like maybe like a marketing firm or a PR firm, or is it all kind of the same soup? Great question. So we hate the word marketing. Uh-oh. Uh, we think marketing is just, it's, it's a weak term that's become too broad. Strong marketing is strategic messaging. So it's, it's really rooted in strategy, high-level thinking, and to-the-point messaging that, that conveys meaning quickly. So we call it strategic messaging. All right, how about yourself, Philip? How are you uh, associated here? I have a bit of an interesting background. I was an entrepreneur, uh, then a hippie, then joined the military, uh, and then got into some special forces units, ran uh, the snipers. I... Uh, did uh, some information warfare training with the U.S. military, psychological operations with the British military, lost my eyesight, and the military paid me to become a lawyer and realized that I didn't really resonate with a lot of lawyers at the beginning in terms of culture, character, and all that stuff. Started, went to a big firm. I was a prosecutor, went to a big firm, started my own firm, met Camille Moore. She wanted to be a lawyer. She interned, but then she took my good intentions and turn them into powerful messaging and my law firm took off across Canada and then I said well don't be a lawyer I'll just partner with you on a marketing company because together she she knew all of the digital secrets I had some strategic insight and that's how I got into this business and now I help lawyers enjoy their their life a little bit more by being authentic Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, you got start a company together. Now you're helping lawyers. And so let's get into some of those uh, digital strategies. And so why don't we start with, uh, I think let's start with the social media platform. Mm. So here's the roadmap just for the uh, listener out there. I'd like to go from social media platforms and separate discussion about blogging, some of the strengths and weaknesses there. And then maybe we could talk about video. I think there's a mm. variety of ways to share video. But finally, and this is a 100% self-interest podcast, you know, some of the strengths there. So why don't we open it up with uh, social media and how you all recommend that lawyers engage those different platforms to help get their messaging out there. Let me start for the context, because when Camille was you know, working to become a lawyer, but she saw how I was conducting myself, she came to me and said, look, you have to get this out there. And this was 10 years ago. Like people have to get to know you. And how do they get to know you if it's just a magazine ad or a billboard, yeah. right? And then, so that's what she, she insisted that I started creating content. And we were like the first in our area, but then people get to know you and it, through whatever social media channel works. And then it just, it took off for my company's success. The question of how to nail social media 
and what platform is the best is, is difficult because it's, it's very unique to the individual and it also depends on the situation. So we meet a lot of really great lawyers that are just overwhelmed with social media in general. And when you're starting from the beginning, I'd rather you focus on one platform and do it really well than try to accomplish or try to kind of tackle all of them. And that is often a, a, a sigh of relief because, in, and we'll talk about this more in the video and especially with podcasts, they'll, they, they'd rather do nothing than do something because it's so overwhelming. So to break down the platforms, this is kind of a, a great rule of thumb that we use. Instagram is all about me. So like that's a really great place to, to post and to share like what I do on a daily basis, my travels, my workout routines, what I'm choosing to eat, how I, how I interact with my colleagues on a more personal and intimate level. Facebook is all about us. So that's a great place to showcase um, the team, your milestones. So if the firm is enjoying a you know 10 year anniversary or, or something that's more of a, of an us kind of post. LinkedIn is all about we, or it's all about we. we. So that's where you put a lot of your, like your business content, your awards, things that are going on in the firm at a more of a business level. And then TikTok is interesting because that is where it's, the participles don't work in the same way. It's, it's more of a space of short form education. So for lawyers, it's a great place to share tidbits of um, what they're learning or what's going on in the community. Now, video content, because, it's, because TikTok has exploded and it's this unfiltered, raw approach to content has done so well, the other platforms are picking it up. So if F Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn is more in line with your brand and with who you're trying to attract, utilizing video or podcast on those platforms will do well. So that's, so marketing is messaging and messaging is the medium. So you just have to figure out what platform works and then decide what medium to share your message. I, I think the problem lawyers have is marketing companies are coming to them and saying, look, you need to do a little bit of everything. And so they're, yeah. they're taking their 100% and they're doing 20% on one, 20% here, and none of them are really being done well, but there's a lot of activity. Right? And so you need to be able to find your foundation for building good, meaningful content and then having it expand. And I think podcasts, once you develop, well, we can talk about it later, but once you develop an ability to do uh, interesting podcasts and you can put them in a video, now you can take clips and dominate TikTok because that's where a lot of people are researching is on TikTok now and Instagram. Yeah. And one other just quick note to clarify, strong socials or you will do very well on social media if it's authentic. And that's why that question, it, it, it sets most people up for failure when marketers answer it because it's a way for them to sell more graphic design or the ability to outsource the content. Strong socials are engaging because they're real. And that's why podcasts and video are, are do so well on social media. And it's, it's something that we've dealt with in the growth of our own agency as well as clients want every single post to be an ad but then their socials don't do well and they can't understand why their socials aren't doing well. It's like having a TV show where you can't actually watch the content, it's just straight ads. Nobody wants to watch that. And social media, it's very much the same way and they don't realize that this is where people have now placed their attention instead of on the TV. So you have to treat your content as if it is engaging. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's why the, the question of what social media platform is the best is, is whatever makes the most sense for you and whatever is engaging content. You just have to commit to producing content for that platform. No, I like what you're saying because I, I think that that resonates with what I've been seeing on some of our platforms. You know, I, to the degree that we engage and have a conversation, I think there's just a lot more chatter. There's a lot more impressions. There's a lot more sharing. To the degree we just send a link out the latest episode, people see it. They don't engage with it. They're not commenting on it. They, they maybe click the link, you know, uh, maybe they go and get it on their uh, their podcast uh, app and we don't get, you know, we don't know the conversion on that. So I think that, I think it's 100% right. You're you know engaged. why? I think psychologically people are scared of commitment, not just in relationships, but also in content. And so if they know, like you might, you might want, know it's valuable there, but you see 44 minutes. And so you don't actually click it because you think, but you know, I think that's why you can get people into your podcast by creating snippets with good headlines so they can get 45 seconds of a podcast that then they might go to the, to the full podcast, you, you know, get them in the door kind of thing. Sure, sure. You know, I think it's, um, you know, it, it, is a, it is a commitment of time, you know, and that's one of the things that we do grapple with, uh, you know, how long should an episode be, you know, mm. podcast wise, but I like what y'all are saying about, you know, being authentic and getting to know that person, whoever it is that you're following, you know, one, one of the, uh, the early recommendations we made when Above the Law came over and uh, did a show with us, started a show called uh, Thinking Like a Lawyer, which is a very popular show on our network. We said, you know, it would be great is you, you all write this tremendous content. You have incredible engagement. They had comments up and everything. This is back in the old days before they turned the comments off. A lot of engagement there. Wouldn't it be great to get to know those people that you read, mm-hmm. you know, their topic, like yeah. hear their voice, like, you know, get a little bit uh, under the hood. Uh, and so it was an opportunity for the two hosts, Ellie Mistal and Joe Patrice, uh, to come on and kind of share a little bit about themselves. And so I think that resonated. And uh, I just wanted, you know, you recommended all these like kind of written format and picture and obviously video, but to the degree you bring something extra to it, like an audio and a video, uh, how much more are, in your opinion, are that reader getting to know, you know, your person, your lawyer that you're trying to get messaging out there for? Well, I just don't think most people want to read anymore. Video just makes it, it's much more intimate. I think it's also a safer place to get to know somebody. You're not looking at them. You're not looking at their eyes. You just hear a voice. You know, if your content is genuine, people can get to know you before they they have to make a full commitment to watch you on a video. I would even simplify that further. Like, I I don't think it's, it's, random or a mistake that TikTok is the the biggest platform on the planet and it has more viewers daily than than people on Google right it's, it's surpassed a billion users it's no longer for children it's for everyone and that that goes to show you that audio visual content is how we want to spend our time and consume information right the the blog model was strong when social media wasn't where we spent the majority of our time. And at that point, it was a war on Google ranking. Google ranking is still important, but Google has purchased YouTube. Like there's a push to where where video encrypted information through AI is going to be used to pull domain authority in what was blogs six years ago. Like technology is improving so quickly, you need to get in front of content creation because it's the only way that people are able to get to know you in the sea of sameness. And that's a big thing that we really advocate and why we call it strategic messaging is for most lawyers, their marketing is the same. And it's very diff- it's very stressful for the customer or the client to differentiate for, or just sorry, rather who decide who the best person for the job is when they're in a very stressful situation and all the websites look the same. The onus is on them to decide who the best person is for the job. As soon as there's a video 
or an audio for an ability to get to know them, that's the differentiator in the sea of sameness. And you're able to actually get to know the person before you hire them, which I think is a key point too that we need to discuss as well is why to invest in podcasts for that kind of where the funnel begins and how it leads to conversion. Yeah, because when somebody's researching, they go on your website, but you know, they'll put in search terms and you don't want, you want the search term to be your podcast on the topic that they're researching. And then they can actually like listen you're a true to you, expert. you know, and, and you now fun. you're an expert, they'll hire you and they get to know you. Yeah. Well, when you get back to the, uh, the sharing the authentic self, you know, not everybody's an entertainer, you know, and lawyers, you know, they live in a regulatory world where they have to kind of check certain boxes and make mm-hmm. sure that everything's in alignment with the regulations that mm-hmm. apply to them. But, uh, you want to make it interesting, but you are, I mean, typically speaking, legal issues are a little dry. You know, mm-hmm. that's why we hire attorneys to, to, to wade through those waters. What are your recommendations for sharing that authentic self? Like, uh, what questions should that lawyer out there be asking themselves? Like, what's entertaining? What should I be sharing? How do you get them to take what is dry, get out there, their messaging, mm-hmm. and make it interesting, make it engaging, but also be authentic? Yeah, so I think the first point I say is they have to get over themselves. Right? They worked hard to get into school. They think they're smart and they're, they're actually scared of looking stupid. Right? And so they want everything to be perfect. So they have to not take themselves too seriously. Like, uh, and, and find a way to communicate. Like, law, people say, is boring, but it's actually not boring. We're dealing with the most important things in people's lives. There are personal stories of somebody having their house stolen from them by a bank, somebody being hurt in an accident, somebody's estate going wrong. There's powerful themes there that can be conveyed. You just have to get over yourself. I think the regulatory issue is a crutch. Oh, I can't say this. It really, it's like saying it's giving them permission to be, to not do anything, to not do anything or to not say anything interesting. And there's lots for us to say that's interesting. Just don't mention people's names. Like if I can jump in, I think there's, there's, there's two angles that I would, I would like to take. The first is the way that we like to create brands around lawyers is that there is a person behind the degree. So you can have a brand that includes a podcast that can speak on things that just matter to you as an individual. And that's important for building a tribe because there's a whole bunch of people that Philip, for example, love because he was in the military and has a master's in culture and conflict, he has an educated opinion on the Ukraine crisis. And that is interesting to a lot of people. And the kind of tribe that he wants to build and the, per- and the person that wants to hire him in alliance with him respects his opinion on hi- on that and-, and his opinion on it rather because when they're leaving his office, those are the sound bites that they're using to sell him to their family or to other people in the community. He's also a war hero. He's also this. He's also that. So those things speak to his credibility as also being a lawyer. The second piece is we also work with a lot of lawyers that don't want to share their personal life or don't think regardless of how great my argument is agree with my perspective in that box it's going to be dry and it doesn't have to have a listen a listenership of of you know comparable to joe rogan but you are an expert on a topic that's searchable so when you type in statue of limitation new mexico workman's cop if he has a podcast on that, he'll probably be the only podcast on that that someone will give a 35-minute listen to because it is such a high-context, stressful point in their life. They will devote 35 minutes, and you are now the only expert on that topic. So there's there's two kind of ways of looking at mm. it. There's conversion in a small niche space that you're that you're an expert on, and then there's a creating a brand outside of your legal practice to have a strong brand because people buy brands. 
Well, we're just about out of time, but I want to leave a little space here for contact information. And so I think a lot of lawyers out there listening to and are probably head swimming right now thinking about the messaging and what they want to, what kind of uh, image do they want to put out there. So help them out. Uh, let's leave them some contact information. Camille, tell us about uh, where our listeners can reach you. At thirdeyeinsights.ca. Check us out there. Leave us a message in our chat box. We work with some high-end trial lawyers, and they're so good at telling the story of their clients. That's where the massive verdicts come from. Sometimes those high performers need a coach who helps them tell their own story, right? And that's what they're missing. They're telling their client's story. What we can do is we help them tell their story in a way that's authentic rather than just spending more on ads. So I'm happy to help out. Well, we've reached the end of the road for this episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us today, Camille Moore and Philip Miller. Hopefully they left you uh, with some tidbits there to think about. And also thank you listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us in your favorite podcasting app. Please rate us favorably and recommend us to a friend. It's always helpful to get uh, some referrals out there. See you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.